Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the Gentleman Adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening. It is a new year. Uh, we are broadcasting on the 10th of January, and uh, magic is in the air. We're very excited. Uh, want to say hello to Rita, who's already tuned in, and Johnny Steverson. Hey, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and when I say magic in the air, of course, I'm talking about uh, pollen, cedar pollen. <laughs> That etheric, uh, seriously though, right? Etheric <laughs> of the universe. Yep. Kitty is on. Hello, Kitty. Hi, Kitty. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been unseasonably warm. It was like eighty degrees here in Austin today. It's be again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be sixty. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's gives yeah the headaches from the up and down. And I think that has a lot to do with how I've been feeling, just like disconnected and not knowing Same. if I'm coming or going. It's, a, it's yeah. New Year's weird. <laughs> twenty twenty three feels like it feels like we're about to just like 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 twenty twenty three is just like sneak it up on a tiger with its fingers like this right up next to the scrotum. It's like here it comes. Yeah, oh. it's it's been weird, and well, and because I've been I've been in school for what going on eleven years now, and so I always had like four weeks at Christmas. Even when I started working at the library, I literally was not allowed to work when classes were not in session. So for 10 years, I had mid-December to mid-January where I did nothing. And now I'm just like, I don't know what to do with myself. I, I'm doing my job, but it just, it's I don't know. Like it's just, it. It, yeah, it's it's just like, this is not normal. And I have to re- reset my brain to, you know, grown up work patterns now. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set yourself to adult. I don't want to. <laughs> I got the, the whole week between Christmas and New Year's off, and then having to go back yeah, to work same. on Monday was disturbing. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, we I got the whole week off, too. It was, yeah, I don't know. Well, especially because we got the really, really, really freezing weather right before, what, Christmas? And so I think everybody was ready yep. to kind of hunker down. And then now it's 80 degrees. I want to be, be working from home for three weeks. I don't want to leave. <laughs> just yeah. this, this is and my cold spot. weather. And, yeah, so it's just. Yeah, I don't know. It's all weird right now. And we're already having birthdays. Uh, we want to shout out to uh, Scott Helen, who's been on our show a few times, uh, from Frenchie and the Punk. He had a oh, birthday yeah. a week ago. Happy so birthday. happy birthday, Scott. And uh, someone even closer to us, I believe Jack just had a birthday. No, I'm, I'm, I'm timeless. I have no bad birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy Thank you. Birthday, Happy birthday. Mr. Steam Chest. <laughs> you want to see what my cake? I got a birthday cake. You did. I still have some left. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this stuff is, this stuff is, it's. I like the way, I like the way this is segueing. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> see, segways. Segways are great. This is, this is the best one, too. So, I, I didn't know that you could pack so much cake flavor into a beer. So <laughs> this is untitled art. It is a catch it a red Ooh, velvet red cake velvet. pastry stout. stout. And oh my lord! If you closed your eyes and drank this, it feels like 
it, 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 it has enough grit to it. It's weird to say because it's an ale, but there's a fluff to it when you drink it. You feel like you're swallowing cake, and it tastes like cake. And it is 11% and something extra alcohol. 11.7% wow. alcohol. 12 fluid ounces. So oh it's almost God. one entire ounce of alcohol in here. Which is nice. Yeah, um, which is weird with a cake. But I understand why they can make it so strong. Because it takes me almost... It took me like three hours to drink. Once just because there's so Damn. much flavor in it. Yeah, like if you sip it, there's a, like you're going to hit all the flavor. You almost have to like gulp it and close your eyes. And it's like swallowing cake. <laughs> without chewing it is it is a strange delicious and weird thing that i absolutely love but i could i could not drink this on a on an average like a, a daily basis first off i could it's a special it. a special beer it is definitely a special beer and <laughs> it's actually the perfect size and i'm gonna say this is weird for me to share because it is a it's almost like two slices <laughs> it is nice. I love it though. It's delicious. I highly recommend it. Go find it and drink it. Especially if you like chocolate stouts, it is perfect. It is, and I understand like chemically and by like all cooking standards that a red velvet cake is just a heavy chocolate cake. However, it's different. I don't know what it is. But the red forty from the bugs that live on cactuses just to me make all the difference on the planet. Because it's red, it tastes different. Fight me. I I like red velvet cake is one of my favorite things in the whole oh, world. I you will love, love it this. so much. Yeah. And, now I guess I have to go find it. Um, let's see. Where it's the this comes from? Well, not Milwaukee. This comes from Wanakee, Wisconsin. Okay. Where did you get it? Uh, this was found at H E B. So yeah, okay. But like, not my H E B. It took like an H E B out in North Austin for this to happen. <laughs> And as I understand it, this is uh, someone else's favorite recently, Bax. Uh, I think Erica discovered this, uh, my wife, and uh, started harping on it online. And Jack said, what? I want that. And then all suddenly, Lex comes home with it on my birthday <laughs> with an entire Aww. tray of pre-cut red velvet that's been like, like pastry rolls. It's like they made a sheet cake like this thin. And they put like this much freaking um, uh, frosting. The cream, the cream yeah, cheese it's, frosting. It's good frosting. It's the one made with um, cream cheese. And then yeah, they the rolled cream it cheese, up think, yeah. and put it like this. So it's like, oh, it was like cinnamon wow. rolls. Yeah, you know, you know, whipped cream pinwheel. But, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. Then I, of course I had this. And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday! I'm glad you got happy something birthday. so delightful. Lex is over here going like, I was like, let's get decadent. <laughs> Thanks, Darkwing. Blue Stocky, what you drinking? Um, actually, tonight I got the um, 19 Crimes Red Blend, the Warden. Oh. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not bad. But then I was reading while I was in here cooking, I was reading the back of the bottle. And um, it's all about the Wardens, the, the brave good wardens who took care of the first convicts that were sent to Australia and how they molded those prisoners into, you know, um, you know, strong foundation for the colonization of Australia. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, it sounds like the like, wardens were also kind of put like, over there for reasons. Um, celebrates those who cleverly ruled these cunning convicts with top guard, using them as a source of labor to build public facilities, transforming them into colonists who forged a new country brick by brick. 
Like this seriously, is, that's what it says on the bottom. I'm like, like, all right. So like, is, wait, is this is sarcastic? Are you read it sarcastically? I don't think it's satire. No, read it sarcastically. It comes off better. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will send the copy. Obviously, back. brave souls that stayed yeah. in Australia yeah. to watch over yeah, these convicts. So. I'm like, what? Who did these people piss off? They were the building blocks job. of the nation we know as Australia. So yeah, I was like, yeah. okay. Well, I'm not going to buy that again. That's weird. <laughs> it's you and your wine. My, my, what my a little colonialism with your wine. Labor. What? Oh, that's who approved that I copy? It's satire. I don't know, but also because I knew about 19 Crimes because there's a Snoop Dogg blend. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, he's on the bottle. Like his picture is on the bottle, and it's a cool looking bottle. I mean, it's you know. It's yeah. really neat looking, but yeah, there's a celebration of colonialism on the and you know, convict labor on the back. So, nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. Well, oddly enough, that kind of segues a little bit into one of the things I have to talk about a little bit later. Uh, I've been playing a game <laughs> called Hunt Showdown, and it's it's an interesting game. All right, it y'all what we remember that what movie we watched back in October the the one with the werewolf that was like filmed like it was a 1930s movie. Uh, you talked about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so essentially, it's kind of like this this hunters organization that is basically invading Louisiana because the darkness has come forth somehow. And it was like thought it was yellow fever at first, but then it popped up as zombies and all sorts of other things. And the bayou are happening, and people are turning into ick, and weird stuffs happening. And therefore, a doctor went out there to start like figuring it out. He turned out to be more of a mad scientist in the end because he's interested in what's going on, and it didn't really help anything. Well. The game plays around where you go in there from, you know, to hunt the monsters, but the society you work for was corrupt, and now you're doing it for money and other things versus just the virtue of being a hunter and removing it from the world, like you'd think would be a good thing to do, like a Van Helsing. Now you're more like a Van Helsing mixed with Belloc from Indiana Jones. You're kind of doing it for the money for the worst people. And <laughs> the, the gameplay is a first-person shooter, but it's the lore behind it is so different. I was not expecting a Monster Hunter game in Louisiana, Louisiana Bayou in like the late, the early 1900s. So, which doesn't really change much for Louisiana from 1860 to 1908. It's pretty much the same. Throw in the zombies, it's not much different. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of decay and Bayou. It's just what it is. But, uh, yeah, the swamp. Yeah. yeah, I have a friend who Don't plays the game who's Louisiana, and he's like, I can still find places that look just like this. I think we drove past some when we were driving through there. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, hang uh, on. Dax, what are uh, you drinking? Oh, completely missed well, I, I, just a second. <laughs> I have something oh, new. Puppy. Something I have not tried. I've been saving it for this. Let's see. Uh, okay. Let's zoom in here. <laughs> Disney beer? Here we go. It is 101 oh. Cider House. Gunpowder gun powder lava? Wow. Zero probiotic natural cider. It's uh, one of these where, you know, I, I found a sale. <laughs> they were practically giving it away. I figured, oh, nothing to lose. I don't know what I'm getting into here. Hey, so shout out to uh, Kawadaichi. Thanks for tuning in. What's so on the back, Kawa? among its promotional, uh, you know, its highlights is it's uh, gluten-free and uh, wild Good. fermented. All I ask for in my beer is to be gluten-free. Keto-friendly <laughs> and oh, shelf-stable. 
Wow, they are really hitting the buzzwords. Probiotic? How does that work? Are they, are they using know, the yeast as the probiotic? That's what I wanted because that's not probably. But isn't there so it, yeast? Oh, good it's kind of cloudy. It looks yeast. like. Well, who knows? What lake? Over the lips and through the gums. It does not smell good. Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, look at that face. I hope you have I'm a backup. I'm going to my palate of this, of this reaction here with, with my I like I said, No it sugar like added. I mean, it started as cider, right? So I thought it would have some natural sweetness, but that's not gone. necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> this is I've like... Uh, really dry ciders. This is like uh, apple cider vinegar. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's drinking vinegar. That's what so, it is. Yeah. So with that said... You might as well go just squeeze a lemon in it now and put some uh, put some of the, the the pepper shake in there and There's drink no it. There's no point in putting it. lemon in it. It is already sour. Is sourness? There's a weight loss deal where it comes with apple cider vinegar, lemons. Oh, oh yeah. And then you drink uh, the, the cayenne the pepper. pepper. The cayenne pepper. Yeah, the cleanse. The cleanse. It mostly just makes you pee a lot. That's all it is. It's massive diuretic. And then you so. stick some blackstrap molasses in it for the, the stuff you're washing out of yourself. <laughs> clean everything else out. Oh, your sweetness. Yeah, mm. you might as well just drink it on the toilet because you're not going to be leaving the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, for a yeah while. exactly. And honestly, what that stuff sounds like is it's probiotic. I'm like, you mean the yeah? Dead that's what I'm saying. Just kill me in the end. Yeah, just take it. Just take it down the hall to the bathroom if you're going to drink. Yeah, it. how is it probiotic and shelf stable at the same time? Oh, because there's no yeah. sugar left. Yeah, mm. it's dead yeast. Yeah, or it's ah. yeah. The yeast okay, partied well. too hard and didn't make the sugars necessary to make it sweet. Therefore, okay, so next time you're they're making money on it. If you see this in the Stay discount section, it. keep walking. And, unless <laughs> you want to try something unusual, <laughs> it, it does. It is similar to like a sour beer, but more sour and no beer. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ooh. would you would you like use That's it as a, a replacement a for fucker, or like what a replacement for um, for like your whiskey sours? No, no. Would it be a mixer? You couldn't use it as a mixer, even. Uh, There's only so much you can I, do. I don't know. You'd have fire. you'd have to it, you'd have to play around with it. If you're making a, a whiskey sour, you're going to need to add some simple syrup because there's yeah. there's no sweetness to this. What's um, the alcohol percent on it? It's like six percent. Oh, okay, so it's pretty standard. Which is what made me think, okay, well, this would be um, in our ballpark. Uh, well, nope. that, that's what that's what trying new things is like. <laughs> Sometimes we <laughs> find a speaker. <laughs> now we know. Axe out there with the good news. <laughs> Doing all the, our all brave, the our brave beer explorer. <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with a song for that. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun beer explorer. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Thax. Do you have anything else? Uh, to yeah. Do you have a backup? Just um, plug your I, nose. I'm in my house. Just, I've got all kinds of things. Just throw it back. <laughs> yeah. no. Never mind. That's all right. Okay. Let's get on with tonight. What are we doing? Let's see. <clears throat> Who has homework? Because I've mostly been watching Lost and playing The Sims for the last two weeks. So. <laughs> I mean. I, I gotta, things keep popping up this, this week. Um. Like just like thirty minutes before the show, Kitty texted me because she didn't know if she was going to be watching. Um, remember we talked about Fair of Champions when she was on last? Uh, new Renaissance Fair that's going to be out in Palestine, Texas. Oh, Palestine. okay. So this weekend, 
they have their a uh, themed weekend for steampunks, the Cogs and Teacups weekend okay. at Fair of Champions. Huh. <clears throat> cool. Next time I'll have it on my on my mark on my list of things to do. Yeah, I'm nowhere near Palestine, but I, I bet some folks are. I don't um, even know where it is. It is. Uh, is it west? It, it's it's East Texas. Oh, um, sort of half okay. from the look of it, halfway between uh, TRF and Scarborough. Oh, okay. Hmm, interesting. Eight a.m. to four p.m. Yeah. Well, so maybe that's a thing that's happening, like right away this this coming weekend. Okay. Sweet. Hmm. I might look into that if that's not too far from where we are. Yeah. Slap the link right here. Boop. If I also am correct, I think wouldn't she setting up for Sherwood? She is. Um, Which is like, yeah. I think, within a sneeze of my house over here. It It is. <laughs> so we need um, to go visit her. I'm actually going to be going on April... Is it the weekend of the 14th, I think? Yeah, I think that one. Because I got some friends coming down for it, so we'll all roll in then. So, you guys are invited, all three of you, to come. Oh, y'all are going to the Galveston on April, on April 1st, right? The Steampunk Festival yeah. in Galveston? Okay, I'm just making yeah. sure. Yeah, Shannon and I are making, and we're all three making plans to take. We need to talk to Kitty about a child's steampunk outfit. Emery wants an outfit like mine. So. Right. I've, gonna, I've been collecting yeah. stuff to send you. Um, Aww. And, and some for her, but I did, couldn't find a box the right shape until today. <laughs> so, um, box. Oh, is that why you asked for mine? Okay. Awkward shape. L shape. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, Sherwood Forest out in. Dade County starts in February. It starts soon. They're other setting um, up now. And so, yeah, everybody's setting up and the, the actors are practicing. And I did that one year. Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, puppy. This I is V. Oh, oh, Kitty just said it starts in March. That is a sweet baby. How old is that dog? She's like eight months old. She's a Pomeranian. Oh. So. This is this is what, what she's going to look like. Oh yeah, no, she she yeah. This is, oh, That's you, a sweetie. You're messing with her over there. Leave her alone. She's not looking at you standing there. <laughs> there we go. See, she's see, along yeah. with your German Shepherd. Oh, she. They play like it's the German Shepherd's very nice to her, and this dog sounds Aww. like she's trying to tear her arm off. And um, <laughs> German Shepherd is very willing to humor her on how big she thinks she is. So yeah, I love tiny yeah. dogs. Oh, um, speaking of. Updates to shows. Um, did you hear that 1899 got canceled? Oh no! No uh, second season. I mean, Netflix is nailing a bunch. Netflix is story kind of wrapped stuff, up. Though. Did it? I it. Got a full story wrapped up in one season. So yeah, okay. I mean, unless they try to really do like the Walking Dead thing, where they do the same thing but with different people that happen to different. So the different, you know. It's essentially it's yeah. it's the Oregon Trail, so you could have multiple okay. different people. You just don't do with don't go with the Germans this time with you know as the yeah. group. You go with you know other people from like Florida or something. Yeah, you know, I don't know. So it's still worth but, watching. It's not like a cut or like a. It doesn't leave no, you on a cliffhanger fantastic. or anything. That's my understanding. Okay. Yes. Okay. No wait. Have you not watched it yet, Dex? No, no. I, oh, I only I watched. I, I watched eighteen ninety nine. People talk about it, and I got spoilers. Yeah. And it's so fantastic. I, yeah. Even if you get spoilers, because the amount of yeah, tension spoilers don't bother me usually. Yeah, I just haven't. Like I said, I've been in a fog of watching old, familiar comfort shows. And, That's sometimes yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. Speaking of new shows that went on uh, 
Disney right now? Um, the movie? Um, the the one with the shoot. No, Strange World. Strange World. Oh, Strange World. Fantastic movie. It is so steampunk. Is it? it is perfect. Is it? They, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good about no it. No advertising for this movie, so it bombed. I know they when tanked it. it. The on, I'm assuming it's on purpose. Well, doesn't it have a queer it's character been, in it? Yeah, it's like I mean, one of Disney's first openly openly gay characters. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's straight up, and it does, it's like not yeah. even presented as a thing in the movie. Like, okay, like no one cares. Well, I think that's part of the reason some people were, you know, all yeah, up in arms no, I'm about sure. it. Yeah. But there was no advertising for this movie, and they're like, "Oh no, it bombed. We're gonna stick it on our Disney Plus thing." And suddenly, it's like number one. And the previews looked really cool. And we yeah. talked fantastic. about it on our show briefly. So yeah, we talked uh, about it briefly. If you watch our show, you know about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, it, you said it's just a movie, right? It's not a show. It's not a it's series. A movie. It's a movie. It's fantastic. Okay. It is steamed. I'll watch it all the, the way. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch that before the next episode because I've been hearing a lot of really good things about it. But the, all of the the streamers and all of the networks are making really weird choices. They're just canceling stuff <laughs> left and right. I mean, everywhere. HBO's pulling stuff down right and left. That things that yeah. you'll you won't be able to get like Westworld, it's gone from HBO Max. If you oh, want to see it, wow. you got to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, they yanked that in December. I hadn't even got. I was trying to catch up so I could watch the final season, and then it was just gone. The Nevers, they, they were it? supposed to bring this. They own see, it. They made it. Yeah. Yes, but they got rid of it. And like the Nevers, which only got six episodes, and the rest of the episodes were supposed to drop in January or now. It's gone too. They didn't even bother releasing the other six episodes. They pull it, but it's gone oh, from the platform. Like I said, if you want to watch these things now, you got to go buy them on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. We were waiting for a dress of that to be out too, so we could binge it. I know. The Nevers was so good. Yeah. It was so good. And it's just gone. All the, like, um, the can't, the Warner Brothers cancellation of Batgirl, even though it was mostly pretty much finished, but they got a $40 million tax credit. So they shelved it. See, with that yeah. said, I think it's there's a, a lot. lot of money made in canceling shows before they're yeah. done because they can write them mm -hmm. off. And I think yes, that's one reason exactly. a lot of crappy movies are made every now and then, just as tax write-offs. But then they don't ever get released. Dumb. Well, there's but those, it, and the ones that, even yeah. if they get released, if they do, if they bomb, they can say, well, we spent this much, but we only made this much, so we can write that much off as a business Yeah, expense. the Batgirl thing was disappointing because that was almost done. Michael Keaton was in that one. It was going to be like yeah, a big deal. Everybody's worked hard for a long time, and then it, they just they just decided to shelve it completely. No one will ever see it. They cannot release it because they shelved it and got the credit for it. So it's happening with a lot of stuff. Streamers are doing a lot of weird shit right now. I don't really understand what's well, going on. The economy's killing them, and that's kind of nice because we had actually too many streaming platforms there for a while. Like there, wants, yeah, I mean, it's it a really lot. needs to do is we need to have companies associating with each other where they pay to have their stuff cross platform <laughs> or have a better rotating uh, you know a lazy susan of shows going across everyone's platforms because it was a lot easier well, when it was just netflix and hulu <laughs> uh-huh well here's the difference so it was that period of time netflix would pay top dollar to have the the biggest box office movies except for the ones that hulu said you know what we're spending all of our money on these two movies and yeah. they'd be like really good ones and you're like oh well okay so they would they would get the top they they'd get the cream of the cream of the, the top of it because they put all their money in on it for betting the thing and they would hold yeah the there was a lot of weird deals going on because I remember when all the CW shows got they used to air on Hulu like the day after and then mm -hmm. Netflix made a deal with them to um 
they would drop it. They would drop on Netflix. The whole season would drop two weeks after the final episode aired for the season. And so they got, that's how they ended up with all the CW show. Yeah. There's just, I don't know too many shows getting canceled before you can even watch them and getting yanked off of streamers because they make more money that I don't know. Yeah. But I will watch strange world since it's just, since it's a movie, I, it won't take me that long to watch it. And we can discuss that on the next one. It's great. Uh, let's see. What else did we watch recently? That's also oh, Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo oh Martino. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, now we're going through that. So I, I have still a friend who hates it. Why? I have a friend who hates it because the uncanny valley is too much for him. Oh, okay. Like it messes yeah. with his head. Yeah. And he's just like, I can't. I, can I can't that. watch it. I get weird. And I'm like, it was more like it was a little weird for like the first twenty minutes when they're trying to come up about being you know <laughs> creepy. Once he like dropped in and realized the absurdity of everything and how like normal people and fascists dealt with you know this weird thing that doesn't fit in their society it uh it didn't bug me or it didn't you know i don't see how it i was able to like get past it but yeah at the first it was like this is a horror movie i like this it's pinocchio with the well we talked about that pinocchio the original story is dark mm, it's I mean, carlo Collodi was yeah but this it is, was it, this is i don't i did not think this was a horror movie i thought this was for kids and yeah. it's definitely a different story than Disney uh, yeah, put out, yeah. from what we know. Yeah. Well, the Disney version cool. is. Yeah, most it, of the, the, the I like. It did feel a little more like the, the, the feel, the sort of texture of the original story. Like mm-hmm. early on, he like sets his feet on fire and they just burn off. Yeah. And that, that's kind of, oh, that's weird. And then yeah. Geppetto makes him another set of uh, feet and it's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm flammable. So another well, thing they... about it is I have another friend who utterly did not like the Disney remake for the same reasons she likes the new one, which is kind of funny. Oh, no, no. Okay, we're not going to go into that. But anyway. It's not like that. Okay. She didn't like it, but the things that she didn't like about it are also elements of Guillermo del Toro version, and she didn't find them there. Oh, that's what it is. That came through loud enough? No. Yeah. No. Okay, so essentially, I have a friend who did not like the like the way the storyline for the Disney version, even though it's pretty much the same way it was represented in the Del Toro version and the new Disney version. The new, yeah, the new Disney. Yeah, the things she didn't like were in the Del Toro one, but it was acceptable for some reason. And huh. I mean, that happened. Yeah. Well, Del Toro's darker. So therefore, uh, yeah. apparently, it's easier to accept certain certain ideas and and whatnot because it is darker and mm-hmm. like the whole idea that Pinocchio was not forged in love, but was was forged in um um uh, the word's not coming to me, but sorrow and loss, despair. Yeah. There we are. Despair, yeah. yeah. Which is completely different in a lot of ways. And then the whale scene at the end, where it's the monkey's tail versus Pinocchio pushing. So you know. Okay, is the cricket in? The Del Toro oh, yeah. version? Yes. Does he kill the cricket? He does not kill the cricket. He doesn't kill no, the cricket, though. He doesn't throw no, a hammer at the cricket, cricket and kill it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he does he try didn't to go that far. Him. Okay. Yeah, huh? he, just try, he does try to smash him to see if he can. And but he's not it's a very, okay. in, Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting sequence because it's But very, at least you like, get to see that he tries to, whereas the Disney yeah. version didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. He's in kind of malicious curiosity. Yeah. Curious maliciousness. That's how he was in the story. He was very malicious little wooden boy. <laughs> he was... I mean, when you when you're in yeah. when, when you're literally immortal 
and you're being told by the Sphinx God that you're different than anything else that's ever existed and you're just going to come back and forth every now and then. It's a interesting way to look to live life suddenly. <laughs> I do recommend reading the Collodi version, the original version, if you get a chance. If you've never read it before, it's a quick read and it's, yeah. I've it's, never it's had the idea of reading Pinocchio, but that's probably because it's never, I don't know, it's never. Because the Disneyfication. No, well, the Little Mermaid's the same way. That story is horrific. Oh, the God, Hans Christian yes. Anderson version? It's horrible. It's so horrible. Especially if you know if you could read between the lines of what yeah. the story is actually about beyond the crappy story. Yeah. It's yep. bad. Yeah. Mermaids don't have souls. Mermaids don't have souls. <laughs> they have to work. Gay love. You know, it's it's great. It's a it's a wonderful yeah. tale of tale. <laughs> anyway. Clever. Clever. Okay, Sax, what have you been watching? <laughs> um Ghosts. I watched uh, Pinocchio with you guys. I've been working through uh, Del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. I think I have like okay. two other two left episodes left of that. Um, okay, I'll watch uh, it. I've, I gotta get I've been rewatching it. Vox Machina, which is not steampunk. Well, limited. Um, but <laughs> season two is about to come out, so I wanted to rewatch the first one uh, with with my brother-in-law who's now moved into the house and i need him to be up on all the stuff uh, have, you guys, have you guys watched vox machina i have not no haven't okay where is that located that is on amazon prime it's episodic uh, i think there's 10 episodes they're all each about 25 minutes 20, is it an minutes. anime or live action it is, it is animated it is it is a little like the old dungeons and dragons cartoon really but, oh, I love that. But it's not the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon so much as actually watching people play Dungeons and Dragons. But is it like that '80s animation style? A little bit, a little bit. It's okay. it's definitely not not anime style. It, it is okay. it is more of a western, uh, a little bit classic. I mean, if '80s is classic, um, I mean, apparently um, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> these days, but, these days. <laughs> But it is a, it is not a show for kids. They drop f bombs like nobody's business. Oh. Um, they they uh, there <laughs> are adult situations and and Ooh. sassy gnomes and uh, sassy all gnome. sorts of fun things. Okay. That, that I need to remember that I don't know what I'm going to name the sassy gnome, but it's either going to be a gun <laughs> or it's going to be a spaceship, a boat. So. Well, the sassy gnome is a bard, and his name is Scanlan. And he, oh, I have heard of this. Yes, okay. He, he's a uh, he's my favorite character because yes, how can I have he not heard be? Of this now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you said, it's it's people playing a it's, game. Right? I mean, it's it's animated of as 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 characters in in this fantasy world in doing this thing, but it's it plays campaign, out yeah. just the sort of way the people around a table are definitely yeah. talking to each other and and jibing each other and and being rude <laughs> so it'll be like it, listening to my brother and his friends in 1985 basically <laughs> if they are really entertaining <laughs> oh they were they were and they wouldn't let me play <laughs> oh. Oh. i know no so yes i definitely recommend it you know you can sit through the first three episodes and get a good quick story and get an idea of what it's about and if you didn't like it you could be done. But you won't. Okay. You're going to love it. You will be <laughs> stuck with it forever. Okay. You will love it. 
And then they get into Ravenloft, um, which is why most of the uh, most of the season Seriously? one is a, is a Ravenloft style uh, 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 story. And so wow. the that they're developing of the party. Um, okay. He's he's got a dark past, and uh, I mean, who doesn't? But he's so built they're this... using actual like campaigns and um, setting like actual D and D settings because I remember Ravenloft. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you know, they don't know say Ravenloft. Ravenloft across the top, but if you know Ravenloft, you're like, that's what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. So, it's not enough to be sued over it, but it's enough to know that people can, like, you know, know what's going yeah. on. There, oh my god, if they show up a dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to watch this now. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Awesome. Little side note with this: What do y'all think of the, how the new D and D movie might play out? I, because here's I, my mm, problem with the D and D movies. The first one was so bad and it. okay and good, but I mean, if you're watching Willow, to me that's like the current TV show variant of what a D and D campaign is, and to me that's fine because you're just taking a story and you're making it a TV show with a D and D kind of feel where you have like, oh, you have the casters, you have the warriors, you have the archer, you have the way wise person, you have the, the Joker, whatever. You have the party essentially. But yeah. going out of the way and saying, oh, we're going to make a Wizards of the Coast style D&D campaign movie. No, that's not going to be entertaining for anybody because. I don't like, know. I mean, too many jokes. You're never going to get like anywhere. No one's ever going to show up because you can never get enough time for everyone to come together. Everyone's got other yeah. things to do. That's what the movie's going to be. You know. It's going to be a campaign that ends know. on like episode five and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to see a trailer for it before I can. Decide. Chris, I don't know. Pine still... is the main character, or one of the main characters. He's delightful. Like, he is. He's I'm just like I don't, I don't. I see him too much in his spacesuit. I don't see him being like the sarcastic Han Solo. He is one Archer. of the best of the Chris's. He is my second favorite Chris. I love him. She has a <laughs> Chris Evans. She has a first. list of Chris's. We we now need yes, to go Chris down. Chris Evans, and top Chris Pine, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Evans, Chris Pines, and Chris Hemsworth. Yes. All right. Where's the other Chris seven? Pratt the top ten list. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping one day they'll make a decent dra Dragonlance movie. So I don't know. See, so that would make another good movie or a good book series that you can turn into a DD &D movie. It It'd is be a book fine series. because there's plenty of Dragonlance data. Dragonlance is already a book series. There's plenty of history. That's the problem with a lot of yeah. things when you go into a movie. You got two hours, two and a half, maybe three hours now because movies are long to get all the history of a place. That you're going to be doing a DD campaign movie into, and there's just not enough Which time. Which is why it needs to, to be a TV show. That's yeah. what prestige dramas are for. Eight to ten episodes <laughs> is going to be what you need. Well, you even then, you can't, that. you can't get everything you need. I mean, no. Interview with enough for everyone to glance yeah. at it and saying, gee, that looks fun. Yeah. Well, start making your own TV shows then, man. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jack. I'm on YouTube. I'm on the YouTube. I'm on the YouTube. So, Jack, did you have any homework? Um, you were going into something. Yes. Yeah, your so game. My game. My, my, you know. Game. My, my YouTube. But, uh, <laughs> so, I, I, Hunt Showdown is a weird kind of, it feels like you're reading an SCP. Um, a what? For, a what? Uh, the, the SCP, the, 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 the foundation stuff, the weird, like, oh, oh okay. Secure, contain, protect kind of. Um, oh, okay. Full of hundreds of crowdsourced entries about objects and strange entities that violate natural right, law. Right, right. We yeah. talked about that last year. Yeah. I remember. Okay. 
Oh, last year. Ooh, sounds like it actually was a while back. Um, See, I was waiting for Thax to say what before I did because I didn't want to sound stupid. So thank you, Thax. <laughs> I ran on the internet like creepy things. If you like creepy kind of X Files, it's basically crowdsourced X Files um, that would creep you out kind of stuff in a lot of ways. There's podcasts like that called Storage Papers. Yeah, there's a and, there, and a lot it's of the times they're just really they're reading SCP. Well, not them specifically, yes. but those no, Storage be. Papers. And, that's basically what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's actually one for we had a guy online who does or on here that does this that basically tries to do that for steampunk. And oh, that's um, yeah, isn't that? Didn't we yeah. have him on the show? Yeah, we had him on the show. Um, okay. I'll put a link down to his stuff here in a minute. I can't. I have always have a hard time remembering and pronouncing his name, and I feel bad about Me it. Me too. That's so. I'm gonna let I you. I think he's Norwegian, so like, it's it's not it's not like I hear his name often in my life. But I'm talking to him all the time on Facebook and Discord, so. Bongsart um, Bokel? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Dutch, I think. Dutch? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, though, I can't remember because I was getting the email updates for a while. Mm -hmm. he's, yeah. he's been going forward on all his projects. Um, check him out. He's a fantastic guy. And one of the things he was doing was basically SCP stuff for Steam, Steampunk. And this would fit right in. It's deep Bayou 1800s. The, early 1900s um, lore for Louisiana. Something happened. We're not totally sure what it is, but something has either come through the veil, was casted like voodoo, or both. And suddenly it, it kind of... And the cool thing is, is in the game, it, it gives it to you in, in like these little bits, and they never give you enough information. So there's always like these questions all the time. But as like all these YouTubers that are kind of getting together or have... Right, compiling all this and reading all the lore as more updates happen and everything. So I actually was kind of trying to find a couple, but nothing that would be concise enough to give you the, here's the five minutes of the game lore to catch you up. But essentially I'm going to have to come up with that myself. And it's somehow zombies start happening in the bayou. No one really knows what it is. It started off as like yellow fever. Uh, women started either dying or becoming randomly pregnant. And... <laughs> When they would no. take out the fetuses, they were not fetuses exactly. Um, stuff was happening, creepy. A doctor that was also the head of. Are we talking like pumpkinhead type babies? I'm talking about like like wasp nests full of like. Oh no no stop yeah. that! Don't, don't go any further. With that. that would burst forth if left in there, and basically you turn into this corpse wandering around this massive wasp nest that would. So glad I can't have children. Spread the ick. Yeah, no, it's, 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 and the thing is, as a first person shooter, you have to take care of these things too because they're terrible. Um, <laughs> I shot a wasp nest once. Yeah, it's a bad yeah. thing. Don't do it. No. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, so, yeah, there's just nothing pleasant about that. So, what game are we talking about here? It's called Hunt what Showdown. Hump and Hunt. I'll, I'll put a link to all the trailers because oh, the trailers. Here, right, actually, it's not, not Hump. Not Hump. No, no not Hump. <laughs> Definitely not Hump. That puts an entire, you know what? Uh, it's, That's a different spin on the wasp nest. Somewhere on that on the internet somewhere. <laughs> Rule thirty four, oh. maybe. <laughs> right but there. Uh, here, let me let us. Can I present my video? Like present, share my screen, and then just Please throw present. us to the side somewhere. Now we just got your big head. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out share that one. Yes. Okay, so now I'm going to do weird. Okay, how am I supposed to present? There we go. Woo! Okay. Now look at all those tabs. Oh, yeah, up. there's too much going on. <laughs> all right, so I can't see our faces, so 
I'm going to also mute this, but here's like the launch trailer I have kind of going on in the background while we're doing all this. And um, this is in-game footage. All of it's built in the CryEngine, so it's gorgeous. That's and beautiful, yeah. the music is all made by, um, is all in-house made by like a, they, they pay for it. So it's beautiful music. It's like uh, metal string guitar, piano music. It all sounds like you'd be playing in a bar somewhere. It's epic sounding. Um, it's it's dark country as, as you can get it. And I don't know, it's pretty. And kind of the whole like it gameplay is. aspect is you have to find these clues. Right, so you come into an area, you find these clues, and the clues tell you where the big the biggest baddie is and the, the boss, essentially. However, you're not the only hunters here, and there's a bunch of hunters that work for different factions of the hunting organization, so it's kind of like a free-for-all. They're allowed to... Murder's allowed now because they've kind of <laughs> lost control of the situation here. The head of the organization was, was uh, murdered, so the hunt organization that would usually be fairly organized about clearing out issues like this is now corrupted and they're basically trying to just contain it enough so that they can continue harvesting what they find here and more science and selling what they find to the highest bidder kind of thing. So it's not about fixing the problem anymore. It's about containing it enough so that it's profitable. And so this part of Louisiana is just riddled with issues People so, go in looking for fame and fortune and and an adrenaline rush. So you're basically a Pinkerton. Yeah. That's what it really is. You yeah. are. You're a mercenary. You're a Pinkerton. Um, yeah. What and, platform um, is it on? This is it's 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 so console is a lot different than playing on PC. Console is a lot slower. So if you're not good at first person shooters, consoles are probably the one for you. No, I'm terrible I'm not, at first person shooters. I am too yeah. now. The older I've gotten, my Twitch responses are stupid. However, I just get sick. Playing it on PC is still not terrible because it's not all about shooting. It's all about setting traps too, as you can see in some of these episodes or these moments. You can see them like laying stuff on the ground, like trip wires and whatnot. So oh, you can cool. kind of, yeah, you can you can set up the positions if you're if you're thinking ahead enough to deal with players that are better shooters than you are, and um, you play in either solo groups of two or groups of three, and it is. I don't know. It's the most steampunk thing I know because they get some random weapons that are that exist. They're kind of like there's only a couple of these made that way. Oh, bye, Jack. Bye, Jack. Did I fall off? Oh, you're back. Yeah, okay. your voice went out a little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, here's some of the music that's in game. I can let that play out a little. You got that very western feel to the music or to the to the game. And there's a lot of stuff that's very important that goes on. Like um, the game's both basically ba uh, based around a lot of sound uh, triggers. So if you wander by a group of crows, they're going to fly off. Well, they flew off in a pattern. So you can actually triangulate where they came from. If you're watching, if you see uh, if they see if you see them flying across the map, like oh well, there's hunters over there where they were. Uh, you walk through glass on the glass shards that were put down by the people who lived here before they were trying to barricade their homes. It'll make cr crunching noises. Um, there are bottles hang but hung up by a rope to kind of make it so that you can hear zombies go through. There are just so many different noises. Like right there, you see like a recorder, uh, a record player. You can go over there and smack that, and suddenly all the zombies in the area come running towards that area. So you can set, you can use those those auditory traps against you or against other players um, it looks like absolute chaos i love it it, it is in a degree but it's, it's one of those things of it, the first five to ten minutes of the game is you and your group kind of moving towards the center of the map so it's pretty quiet 
but the tension just gets ratcheted the longer you're in the game because you know there's at least five other teams on the, on the map at any moment in time. So if you start hearing a firefight somewhere because the sound travels really far, and depending on how muffled the sound, the gun sounds uh, are, you can tell approximately how far away they are. So you know, like, oh, there's a firefight over at the wood mill, uh, and you're like, oh, well, they stopped, so they must have been a winner, or they disengaged. And so you kind of start counting that, going how many teams might be left by the time you get nearer to the end, where you're fighting the boss, or you're fighting the people who are fighting the boss, or you're camping the people who are fighting the people who are fighting the boss, uh, <laughs> because they're extraction points. And in the lore, apparently, you're only allowed. Oh, that was me. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> huh? Nothing. Nothing to see here. Am I counting out? Zach okay. thought his picture needed to be bigger. His his but window needed to be bigger. I was trying to put Jack up there. Hold on. <laughs> but uh, it's it's an interesting game because there are extraction points that are all I'm assuming run by the hunt organization. So they're they're releasing oh. all these groups of people knowing that they're kind of thing. No only allowed to be there for so long because apparently if you're there longer than an hour you start contracting illness which oh no turning into you know so if you're under there under 40 minutes you're fine apparently the human immune system can take care of it unless you're bitten scratched or whatever but um i don't know it's it's a weird kind of x files the 19 early (laughs) 1900s pinkerton west wild west zombie hunting game No, it looks and beautiful. It really does. It is. And all these are playable characters. Uh, you can get legendary hunters. Essentially, the difference between a legendary hunter and a normal hunter is that you start off with a couple more traits than another hunt than uh, regular hunters. But every character is so well like generated, I guess, because the clothing is fairly random on, on the random characters. And but you never feel like you're a general like blah character. Like the clothing, the clothing uh, inventory is so dynamic that most of the time I'm still playing with the free characters because they just look cool. Like you have X, um, you've got like X cavalry guys that are wearing union jackets. You have, um, you know, just your usual okay, other female kind of, characters. Yeah. There's a you host of them. Okay. Uh, they have Asian character. They, they try to hit all, all walks of life when it comes to like race and creed. Cause there's some eight, there's Asian uh, people who look like they they came over to hunt um, like monks. You have, um, a bunch of um, like free slaved uh, that worked in the bayou. You have uh, Germans that have come over, like, like scientists that are in here that are looking into more of the, uh, I guess, the illness. You have um, lawmen that are from other parts of the states. You have the sheriff that worked in the area, left, came back with a whole bunch of uh, his guys that he had released from prison to help him come clear this out for money and a bunch of them turned on him. So he had to deal with them too. Uh, this is kind of that, what this cutscene's about. So every like um, hero or legendary hunter has a huge backstory of why they're here. And they keep adding new characters. They're actually a big, there's a big thing going on right now. Um, an event where the bayou's on fire. So it's like a forest fire going through it. And I'll admit wandering through near that fire, I was having flashbacks to my, uh, my, my uh, volunteer firefighting days because the sounds are so realistic and you can almost feel the heat off your monitor playing. It was, I had, I had to like back off for a bit. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's what PTSD feels like. Oh, uh, so I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a fun game. If you're into it, if you're not, I expect you know, you're interested in the lore. There's a bunch of YouTubers out there who are breaking down the lore and, and compiling it. So you can 
enjoy it in the in the uh, some of them like to do the wordplay, so it sounds like it's from like an, a late an, a late eighteen hundreds, um, you know, someone writing a note <laughs> to my dearest Jack with love. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is the, the bayou is not fun today. There are zombies, and you know I like that the, though. You know, it like is fantastic. The lore is always and, like Warcraft or even Lost or X Files. The lore yeah. and the mythology is. Oh, I'm the nerd that'll go, drop down the wiki rabbit holes. Reading all well, and that's the, the why stories I like this behind game so much. It's not just a. It's not just. Hey, look, it's Fortnite. We're just dropping you off, and you're supposed to shoot each other until there's only <laughs> one standing. Like, there's a reason you're here. And the thing is, is you don't have to go for the bosses. You don't have to go shoot people. You can wander around the map, picking up money and uh, only killing the monsters, and then extract. So, like, you can go do other missions. There are like other like quests you can get that you have to do. Like, go put out so you know. There's some zombies that are on fire and they're called emulators or emulators. You go, if you, if you punch them with a knife, they explode. So you have to like okay. kill them with alternate means. If you shoot them, they explode. So yeah. like you can go and do those quests and then leave. You don't actually have to be there uh, for the main event, which makes it really interesting for the people who are, because they're like, is there another team? We don't know. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's, it's been really fun to play lately and I highly recommend the story or the game itself. Now I got it for like 15 bucks on sale on around the Christmas time, but it usually runs around 40. Um, so definitely wait for it to go on sale. If you, unless you just have to play it now. And you get that from like steam. Is yes. That, uh, it's steam. I think it's Xbox and PlayStation. So yeah. Cool. Yep. Good report. You're welcome. Rax I did wanted to say hello about, to everybody. Well, hello there, kitty. <laughs> I hate to tell you how many hours I've played in that game so far, so I'm not going. Uh, hey, I'm not even going to tell you how many hours I've played in Warcraft, so I get it. <laughs> We're the Sims lately. Oh, dude. I've been playing The Sims since the original incarnation way back in, what, 99? It's a problem. Yeah. Well, at this point in time, it's like playing with dolls in a dollhouse. It's fine. <laughs> well, sadly, I don't play video games much. I don't feel like I have the time. But this weekend, I did go to the circus. Oh! <gasps> The circus um, here here in Austin at uh, one of the last remaining big malls. There's this big circus tent in the parking lot uh, advertising the paranormal Cirque. And uh, we went to uh, that this weekend and uh, had a look at it. Let's see if I can. Was it good? <laughs> uh, was it Calfees upside down? <laughs> it, was, um, it was something. <laughs> was it a P.T. Barnum special? Let's see if I could do the P.T. Uh, Barnum Reject Society? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, we got pictures, I think. I think he's going to show us pictures. pictures coming? Uh, I got a website. Okay. Oh, there's a website. Uh, then... Oh, God! Look, we're, in, we're endless. <laughs> oh, wait, why am I here? Not you. <laughs> he keeps I'm... putting you front and center tonight. <laughs> I mean, I am pretty. I did get I'm learning to, to move the thing around. So, okay, here we go. Lex did trim my beard. Uh, paranormal Cirque. And I really didn't know what I was getting into at the time, but I thought, oh, paranormal, I'm, you know, I'm either going to get, like, Victorian, Toasty. maybe, like, uh, uh, magic and, and esoterica, or maybe, like, ghosts and, and <laughs> you know, paranormal stuff. Um, and somehow they're going to work that into a circus. I don't know. So I went <laughs> just to, you know, with an open mind. Uh, it, it is rated R or something for warning. Nobody under 13 can get in. 
Okay. Uh, and it's, it, it was not what I expected. <laughs> if, if you feel like you're, you're wishing it was still Halloween and you could go to like haunted houses and get jump scares and spooky vampires and stuff, this is your thing. You will like this. Oh, uh, it's, it's not the it's not the circus out of We're Back. Uh, no, um, it, it is a fairly small circus, but uh, uh, it was interesting. I mean, it was it was good, but it was not anything I would call paranormal. Um, it, it was more haunted housey. You kind of have to walk okay. through a haunted house to get to your seat. I don't do uh, good in haunted houses. I punch people. <laughs> well, good reaction. That that seems fair. <laughs> I, I found that uh, you know, I walked into a, a new room because you know there's this like series of rooms, and there's like a person standing in the room. You just make eye contact with them, and you you hold that eye contact till you get out of the room, and they won't just move back. on you. <laughs> wow, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> Horribly sarcastic. But uh, I, oh, I've the seen video you're showing here makes it look like it's a circus, though. It, it is a circus. Yeah. I've seen their circus before. Some few years ago, they had a, a Circitalia, and it was really good. So they've they've got you know, some good uh, presentations of, of trapeze artists and and uh, that that sort of thing, and they were really good. But it, it was not what I would call paranormal. <laughs> it was it was just sort of a spooky haunted house kind of gross out uh, <laughs> thing they were trying to put forth. There was this uh, uh, one scene I'm thinking of. There's this uh, contortionist who is uh, presented as sort of this victim in this cage, and uh, he's he's forced to go into these weird positions, and he's kind of freaky, and he's covered in blood. But uh, okay, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a normal Wednesday. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a circus, and I don't get to go to circuses that often. So um, we just didn't Did you have a good time? in our outfits and, and went out. We had a good time. Facts uh, we went to the circus. Aww. <laughs> I tried to invite other people here in Austin, but uh, I didn't get a lot of takers. I'm sorry. That's okay. Aww. And one of the other things I thought was neat is uh, some other people, some other. Uh, patrons also decided to dress up in a costume or kind of gothy clothes or, you know, not your typical going out. Goths are always ready to show up dressed up. (laughs) Always. Especially when it's not 80 degrees outside. True. Yeah. There was this vampire magician. They go running off of the room. He had a magic act, this vampire. (laughs) And one of his, one of his magical abilities was summon lingerie model. Oh, that's Lord. a fantastic ability. I need that. And he 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 used that spell like five times. It was great. Bam, 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 bam. Summon lingerie. <laughs> that's an incantation I could learn to live with. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, wanted to uh, get into that. It sounds cool. I've never even heard, I've never heard of it. But did they tour, or is it an awesome uh, thing? Do. They do tour. Okay. Uh, they're they're in Austin right now, obviously, um, and they're going through uh, middle of the month, and then they're going to Katy, Texas, uh, through through the end of the month, and then uh, Robstown, Texas. I don't know where that is, but they'll be there for a few days in February. Uh, Mercedes, Texas, Midland, Texas. Oh, that's uh, going to go over well in Midland. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> What's up with this paranormal crud? <laughs> I don't think I like that. Yeah, I, I was well. kind of. My expectation was sort of, yeah, I'm going to get to see some things that are going to upset some Christians. You, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so some actual like. Always oh, a winner. People react to a seance. Yeah, that's the kind of seances or sigils. You know, very Victorian stuff, but it was nothing. None of that. It was it was haunted housey stuff. I think people in Midland are going to have a good time. So that was my that was my show and tell tonight. That's exactly what you're saying. Very cool. All right, boys, we are running over. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, so let me uh, let me tell you about our, our patrons. Um, Texas Steampunk Connection is brought to you in part by J.R. Seeger's novel, A School for the Great Game. Edwardian teen Elizabeth Bancroft represents being sent to college in India. The college is, in fact, a British India school for spies, where Elizabeth will learn the family business of espionage, martial arts, and Tibetan mystical arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Garage series available on Amazon. We're also brought to you by Fair Treasures, which has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for Renaissance fairs and steampunk wear. One-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at www.fairwithanetreasures.com or on Etsy. Uh, We also have patrons on Patreon uh, to thank uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver. And Rita and Lawrence Allen uh, are helping us keep the lights on here. And so we definitely want to thank them. Uh, and that's it. Uh, from here, I'm going to pass it over to our our uh, dear leader, Flavio, to uh, ring us out. Does anybody have anything else to add before I hand it over to him? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar, on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam, Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Your gauges.